You're listening to Capgemini North America CR Radio. Community engagement, environmental sustainability, diversity and inclusion. Greetings everyone. Welcome to this corporate responsibility podcast featured on Capgemini North America CR Radio. My name is Yvonne Harris and I'm the inclusion brand leader for Capgemini North America and a member of Capgemini's corporate responsibility team. Our team is excited to leverage podcasts as a means to provide relevant CR updates and share the good works contributed by Capgemini colleagues, partners, and clients. For context, corporate responsibility for Capgemini spans three pillars, community engagement, environmental sustainability, and inclusion. So the topics that we explore in our podcasts will align with one of these areas. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and obtain new information that inspires you to take action that will make a positive difference for you and others. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into today's podcast. I'm joined today by Nolan Melson, Senior Consultant in Custom Software Development and also North America Co-Lead for Capgemini's Veterans Employee Resource Group. Hi, Nolan. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, Nolan, I know that you and I work together on um, what I deem to be a regular basis given your leadership role with the Veterans Employee Resource Group, but there are many listening today that don't know you. So can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so my name is Nolan Nelson. I uh, I am a North America co-lead for Capgemini's Veterans Employee Resource Group, also a business analyst and senior consultant uh, in CSD, Custom Software Development at Capgemini. Um, before I joined Capgemini, I was a air defense artillery officer uh, in the Army stationed at, at Fort Hood, specialized in the Patriot Missile System. Um, in my real first uh, exposure and encounter to the importance of diversity and inclusion really, really occurred when uh, I was a, a cadet at, at West Point and I helped out with um, diversity recruiting as, as a cadet public relations representative. And I, I looked around and I said, hey, we need to get more more cadets of, of color here, more diverse cadets, uh, more female cadets here as well. And so that kind of started the interest in uh, getting into uh, diversity and inclusion. And, and we just continued um, going forward now at, at Capgemini. Great, Nolan. So I know our listeners just in those couple of minutes can already feel your passion um, that you bring to our diversity and inclusion and employee resource group programs. So I thank you for that. And one of the reasons why we're on today's podcast is because you recently represented Capgemini at the Women in Leadership Symposium, which was hosted in Austin by one of our strongest um, diversity partners, which is the National Diversity Council. So thank you for attending that. And then if you can can just share with us um, your perspectives on why it's important for men to support these events along with women. So again, I'll repeat for our listeners, this event was called the Women in Leadership Symposium, but you attended and I would just love to hear your experience. Yeah, I think it's really important for for men to be included in the conversation um, at events like this and um, I noticed I was one of four men there in the room. There were about, I think, a hundred and about a hundred uh, women. Um, so yes, we we were we were the minority, but we were there to really um, gain a lot of insights and and hear some of the 
the various perspectives from amazing, amazing women, very impactful women in, in multiple industries. They had um, a uh, some women leaders there who worked, who were immigration attorneys, who worked in tech, who worked in energy sector, who worked in HR, and they were really sharing a lot of stories um, about things like unconscious gender bias or reasons that they had to leave previous jobs because their uh, male bosses or male co counterparts just were not very considerate and inclusive, um, not only of, of them as strong women, but also of factors such as race um, and ethnicity. Um, and, and, and as a man, you need to be in those rooms and you need to also be in a position where you can sit back and not speak up and just listen and take in all of the, the, the valuable insights that you're getting from these women in, who are leaders in, in all of these different sectors um, to see where a lot of times as men we, we, we mess up and we don't even realize it because there's so much unconscious gender bias that, that, that exists. Um, and if you're not in those rooms having those conversations, um, then you're really doing a disservice to yourself and your own leadership development. Um, as a man, it's it's not enough just to have uh, ethnic diversity or diversity of, of race or or any other kind of diverse factors. You need to to have strong gender diversity um, as well within your organization, whether it's a, a tech company that you're running or it's a it's a, a small uh, transportation startup that you have, or whether you're uh, a C-suite executive at a, a major financial firm. If you're not sitting in those rooms with these amazing, impactful um, women leaders, then you're you're not developing yourself and making yourself that much more of, of an inclusive um, leader. So that's really why I think it's important for men to be in those rooms and to be having um, those conversations with these um, amazing women because um, it's it's only going to make you more effective as a leader, as a man, and it's also going to allow you to to have a much stronger impact within your organization so that you can develop very gender conscious leaders who create inclusive and diverse um, environments within their own organizations so that you can have a synergistic positive leadership effect um, upon your subordinates. I know I'm speaking in a little bit in terms from, from my time in the military, um, but it's just so, so important that, that men be included in this conversation and that they're really thinking about these things so that things like um, unconscious gender bias no longer exists, that, that we can draw attention to it and bring light to it so that we can learn and develop so that, that the future is a much more diverse and, and inclusive um, environment. Well, Nolan, let's definitely work together um, in the future as these events come up. Would love your support on engaging more of our male colleagues to attend. So it sounds like you had a positive experience and you understand the importance of men attending these events alongside women. But let's speak specifically, I guess, to, you know, your experience. I know the theme for this year's um, Will's events is Women Blazing Trails. So there are multiple topics discussed, and I just want to hear from you as to um, what topic or which topics resonated with you the most, and are there any that are encouraging you to approach your career or your leadership style in a different way? Yeah, so the topics that really resonated with me, um, because 
leadership is so important. Um, from my own experience in the military and at Capgemini, um, I really gained a lot of value from hearing about the different leadership challenges that the women on the panel faced. I remember one of the panelists, she had shared a story um, about how she had just simply uh, gone out to dinner with some of her, her bosses. Um, it was it was after a happy hour, and this panelist, um, she is is Indian American, um, born in in uh, Baton Rouge, I believe, um, but she was a a the only female and only uh, female of color within her law firm, um, and the they were at dinner. The wait was really really long. Uh, all of the other people within her company that she was having dinner with. Um, they all had a couple of drinks, and her boss, who she really, really respected, um, she made she made the suggestion, "Hey, why not? How about we try somewhere else besides this restaurant?" Um, and her boss had made the the comment, "Why we're not going to eat Indian food?" Uh, which, as you can imagine, is a very, very uh, racist thing to say. Um, and her boss didn't realize it because it was just a very unconscious kind of racial bias. But he was outwardly um, outwardly exposing it in a way, um, and she ended up leaving that firm. Now that lesson she learned is a is a direct leadership lesson that she shared with us that the importance of no matter what environment that you're in, um, it is extremely extremely important to to always be conscientious of of that racial racial or gender bias um, that exists. So that when you are in a position of power in a leadership position, that you're always um, keeping diversity and inclusion at the forefront of what it is that you're doing. And if you are in an environment that is not inclusive of who you are as an individual, then you need to leave that environment. So again, the concept of leadership is was extremely important to me when I was at this event and when I was hearing from all of the panelists. Another story um, that I remember is one of the panelists. Um, she was, she is a uh, VP at Univision, I believe, um, and she was talking about how you know she had has to struggle. Well, she had to struggle getting to the position that she is in as a uh, Latina uh, female working in media, um, in that you will face a lot of trials and tribulations. You will fail many times. And she used this this quote, um, and I, I forget who she referenced uh, that the that is the um, the creator of this quote, but she said, it's okay to to fall and lose your spark, but you better come back as the whole dang fire. And when I heard that quote, it just really resonated with me because I think um, as men and as leaders, we often stumble and, and fail to um, address our unconscious gender bias and we might mess up. We might say the wrong thing, but it's important that we 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 make it known and that we correct it, and that we continue to become more conscientious of some of those biases that we can work past them. Um, so again, the biggest thing that I learned from this this uh, event was just learning, gaining nuggets of of value and information with regard to leadership. Thank you for sharing, Nolan, and. Um I would like to spend, if we can, the next few minutes 
um, talking about the Veterans Employee Resource Group, Verge, and um, your work with Verge as one of the North America co-leads. Um, so can you talk about some of the Verge accomplishments here to date and what's on the horizon for the team for balance of year? Yes, so the new leadership team um, that Paul Daly and myself um, started back in 2015 um, was really the foundation um, of the the new plan and mission that we had going forward. From there in 2015, we built out a, a strong leadership structure. Um, and in 2016, we really hit the ground running. Um, we started attending a number of, of career fairs, like the Fort Hood Mega Career Fair. We started getting veterans hired at Capgemini. Um, we built out our communication structure so that we could consistently reach out to all the members in The Verge um, and see how they're doing, allow them to see that the progress that we were making, because none of that existed before. Um, and then May, every single year, has always been... Um, National Military Appreciation Month and also Memorial Day. So all across the country, we have um, we have community service projects where we'll go out into the veteran community. We'll go to uh, places like the Temple, Texas VA, and um, hand, hand out care packages to sick and elderly veterans. Um, we'll go to places uh, like the um, food pantry in Chicago and help out with um, handing out food and boxing food. We've been to Houston VA. Um, we also have a very strong partnership um, with Maravis Foundation, which is a nonprofit in Austin that trains veterans in Salesforce and helps them find jobs as, as IT consultants. Um, and we've gotten one of their graduates, uh, who actually was um, one of our previous North America co-leads at the Capgemini Verge. We got him hired at Capgemini. Um, we have another Maribus graduate that's in the final rounds of interviews um, for a role at Capgemini right now. Um, and we've helped a number of other Maribus gra graduates. We've, we've helped them with their resumes, mock interviews. We've actually sponsored a cohort um, of Salesforce training. And we've gotten veterans placed at other companies uh, like Amazon Web Services, Google, uh, PolSource, a number of other firms. Um, most recently, actually, that's still going on right now, South by Southwest uh, has been a, a big win for us. Um, we had a panel that was titled Transitioning Veterans from the Battlefield to Tech Careers. Um, and I spoke on the panel along with two other uh, veterans and members from Maribus Foundation and then Ann Wiebe. Um, as well, she is uh, Army veteran and senior leadership within Salesforce Vet Force community. Um, so that panel went amazing. We had about 30 to 35 veterans and supporters uh, attend. Really well received um, from the veteran community here at South by Southwest. It's been an amazing um, networking opportunity here during South by Southwest. Just yesterday, I was at an event um, with the head of veterans programs at Facebook, um, and then before that at Comcast. And we've just been really figuring out ways that we can engage not only with client partners at their veterans programs, um, but also just with with veteran um, employee resource group or veteran recruiting leaders at different companies so that we can discuss um, best practices. Another big win that The Verge has had uh, most recently is in our digital foundry uh, initiative within Insights and Data. Um, they have made a strong commitment to try to hire uh, as many veterans, qualified veterans as possible. So that has a direct quantitative effect on the financial well-being of Capgemini by hiring veterans. Um, a commerce 
benefit by hiring benefits by by hiring veterans. Um, and then we've also in the past um, with one of our other clients um, have hired about ten veterans on that project um, as well, just because. The account exec said, "Hey, I want to try to get as many veterans. My my dad is a veteran, and I, I know the value that veterans bring, and I want to try to get them hired on this project. And we were able to resource that, and those veterans are are doing great work um, on that project right now. So we've had a, a multitude of wins, not only." Um, through going out in the community and helping veterans, whether that be at the VA hospital or with professional development services like resume review, mock interview, Salesforce training, um, but also by making a financial positive impact at Cap Gemini through recruiting um, as well. And it's it's been an amazing thing due to all the the great hard work that our team did in 2016. Um, we also made veteran recruiting a a KPI. At, at Cap Gemini, um, so that's another big, big uh, accomplishment of ours that we're very, very proud of. Since that didn't exist before, so we're we're continuing to move. We're continuing to move forward and establish more partnerships um, with other veteran service organizations, other veterans ed educational organizations, um, other uh, veteran recruiting firms as well. And we're just really looking to scale up our operation and 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 try to not only get more veterans hired and their spouses as well, military spouses at Cap Gemini, um, but also to retain them once they're here and develop them um, as leaders on their projects um, and and to have that synergistic positive effect within their own project teams, but also in the community at Cap Gemini as a whole through volunteering in initiatives like uh, campus recruiting, which a lot of our, our Verge members participate in, veteran recruiting, um, other kinds of, of, of internal projects. Um, so we've had a, a number of wins, and it's been really, really amazing. And I, and, and I would like to really give thanks to, to you, Yvonne, and, uh, and Janet Pope and the whole CRNS team um, for really making our work possible, because without your support, um, we, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of the great work that, that we have done. So I just wanted to thank you as well, Yvonne. Well, Nolan, um, it's a pleasure. It's truly been a pleasure um, working with the Spurge leadership team. And um, to say that you've done great work in the past two plus years um, seems to be an understatement. But um, please continue the path. Please keep your focus in those areas that you guys have outlined for the year. And um, you are really um, making a great change in the DNI program and the Employee Resource Group program. So we thank you. Um, also, too, you mentioned South by Southwest and your talking points, and um, it was great to uh, go over to Austin, attend the event, attend um, your panel. You did a wonderful job, and um, you. you and the team of panelists really um, raised awareness of the transition issues that veterans are facing as they're transitioning from service to workforce, and um, I would say definitely you know, continue a focus there. Um, because that change, um, that energy that you are bringing in that topic extends beyond Capgemini and is really helping veterans um, in our communities as well. So thanks for that contribution. Thank you. And uh, we all really, really appreciate it. And, and again, we the, we can't do the work that we do unless you and Janet and your team create a, a supportive environment for us to operate in. So 
much uh, kudos to you too. Well, Nolan, with that, I do want to thank you for your time today um, to record this podcast. And in the future, I hope that you and a couple of other Verge co-leads will also join um, so that we can spend some more time talking about um, the projects that you're focused on for 2018. And as always, I'd like to thank our listeners. Um, And until our next podcast, the Corporate Responsibility Team at Capgemini encourages you to take bold actions in the corporate responsibility arena. All right. Thanks a lot, Yvonne. I appreciate it. This is Capgemini North America CR Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Until our next episode, make a decision to have a positive impact in the space of corporate responsibility. Engage in a project that impacts environmental sustainability, community engagement, or inclusion. And if you're a Capgemini colleague, join an employee resource group or become an ally to an ERG. To everyone, have an amazing day. Capgemini North America CR Radio Community Engagement Environmental Sustainability Diversity and Inclusion